Well, we've got to give you a ride. Right. Well, great to see we've got the Seahawks uh, Festival of Rugby here at Nullaby, uh, and also great news that Seahawks is jumping on board for the next three years with the Waratahs. You just must be absolutely delirious about it. Yeah, no, very much so. I think for us, we're delighted that the corporate Australia gets behind sort of sport. Sport would be nothing if it wasn't for us at a big commercial backer. So thanks to Santos, you know, our massive partners, Dakin, have been with us, I think, now for six years. Thrifty Car Rentals, University of New South Wales, all that sort of stuff. They're fantastic partners, and they look after us, and um, we, have, we give them really good public positive exposure. Yeah, of course, we're going to be become a member of the World's House, that's easy, just go through the new website. Looking forward to a big start of the season as we take on our friends over the border on the 19th, and of course that'll be on gym from about 7 o'clock, so look out for that, but uh, young squad, it's interesting, you can tell us what the salary cap is, because it's one of those realities, no Michael Herbert, no Ned Hattigan, but a bunch of young whippersnippers that are coming to the team, and we as World's House fans are just going to have to be patient. Yeah, look, 100%, uh, and we're... Um it's a tricky one, you know, managing a professional roster. So the salary cap sits at about 5.5 right, across across rugby clubs, but we're well under that. Largely because we've got to manage ourselves in this in this difficult financial exactly. time. So we know that uh, there'll be some big dogs to come back at some point. Uh, we know we've got to be able to afford to bring up some of those guys back, but we've got to focus on the future. So we've got a young squad. Everyone talks about that, but uh, huge potential. So we want to try to keep these guys together. So we've got to have room to move within our own tree environment. I think the exciting thing is you've got fellas like Harry Snork and also, of course, uh, young Mitch Watts as well. Jaden Blake from out of Dubbo, they're all part of the crew moving forward and just a big resurgence like we have with HAH and the like who are a big bunch of country boys that are basically making it the New South Wales country uh, waratahs I think we should call it but uh, just interesting to see that all the hard work is physically manifested here in this particular game. Yeah. But it's uh, the fact that the New England, Central North, Central West, Newcastle have busted their guts not only developing men's rugby but also women's rugby with the uh, Bill Corp CBW side looking for you know a couple in a row and, uh, you know, the fantastic tutorage again of some fantastic players, including the likes of Katrina Barker and Maya Stewart again from the country. Yeah, no, look, I'll, I'll give a massive shout-out here to Tim Rapp. Like, as many people would know, if you're a reader of the newspaper, you know Rappy's heading um, back to school environment, and good luck to him. But he, when he came on board about eight years ago, one of the key things uh, he was responsible for was pulling together that pathway stuff. So I think the fact that we've got so many kids that have come through the pathway, both the boys and the girls, is a testament to the systems and process that he set up. So, yeah, we'll, he'll be missed, um, but we certainly wish him all the best in the new, in the new world order. But everyone knows uh, you can't buy in all your talent and you say well such a, an amazing place for talent and we get criticised from time to time for people going elsewhere you can't keep everyone yeah. uh, uh, but good luck to those guys whose job it is to uh, manage who are the, the green shoots for tomorrow and um, I'm pretty pretty stoked with the guys we've got here and I think they're looking forward to proving to people that you know, they're the good One of the fantastic things we've had over three or four years that you've walked into one of the better things you've walked into is the thing called the uh, Get Talking Tour it's been throughout the countryside players have been able to turn up and be part of it you'll find out tomorrow Deluxe how many people want to see the Waratahs as much as the Reds are throwing this on and good on them for doing it but it's one of those things that people are hungry for it we're not hungry for any other sport except for maybe cricket but the fact is people want to see rugby they want to see Waratahs and it's one of those great things that you've been able to not only get the message out about the Waratahs but also just trying to stop that horrendousness that is suicide and of course if you have any issues with that walk your mate into a hospital or a doctor or give Lifeline a call on 13114 yeah, no, look, for us, we're, we're really proud of the work we've done with the Positive Rugby Foundation and also Batir, our service provider in that space. One of the things that I would say, and the reasons that I'm still involved in, in club footy is because 
clubs, whether it's the netball club, whether it's the crochet club, whether it's it's a it's a sense of belonging. So that that is a really important part of being connected and feeling really well from a mental health perspective. So the more that we can reach out to clubs, our sort of mantra is we want to just be doing everything that actually improves a club. So if it's mental health training and trying to find ways to be more inclusive and get people into club footy or, or just being part of a club, then that's something that we're going to back all the way through. So yeah, we're really we're really proud of what we've done and where we can. Um, it's why coming to Narrabri has been such a positive experience for us because we haven't been out since uh, February last year. We haven't been able to do any community engagement and the boys are just so wrapped that when they've got the chance to do it, they've, they've taken it with both arms and we're having a wonderful time. And the, and the community of Narrabri has been so welcoming, which is just delightful. Well, since you've been here, did you walk into the job and go, geez, why did I take it if you were feeding them? Or did you just go, look, let's try systematically and deliberately work through everything like old mate out, you know, the pursuit of happiness where you had to sell all of those things and you had to find the parts and all that sort of stuff and it's going to take two or three years. And as we said, we've just got to be patient because you've got the shoot shield who think they're a world of their own according to half the place, including sub-districts and country rugby clubs. And then you've got the shoot shield clubs are saying, no, no, we're everything in Australian rugby. You forget the Wallabies. And then also we've lost the NRC as well because the elders, New South Country Eagles, were not only great for the country, but also a great developing thing for young players. But also on the way through, it kept elders in country rugby and another sponsor, which was something, you know, country rugby really needs considering. Their development is on the ground just absolutely bust they got. They work like 10 blokes like Gary Walsh's and your Jared Simpson's. And mm-hmm. great to see Tom Davidson's not only moved to Newcastle, but he's going to be part of the elders insurance, uh, Newcastle Hunter Wildfires in the Shoot Shield. So how do you do with that great sort of, you know, cumbersomeness and new Rubik's Cube psychologically, which is the Shoot Shield and everybody else? Oh, look, I describe it as, as um, the, the job's a bit like playing three-dimensional chess. You, you, can, you can't just play the ball in front of you. You've got to figure out what impacts it's going to have on the business, but also on other things. So one of the things that I really quite like, if you think about it from a crisis perspective, was actually, you actually get to recognise pretty quickly what's important and what's not. So by the time you strip away and you figure out what are, what can I afford to do and then what's yeah. going to make the biggest difference to club footy. Things like development officers, we, we had to sort of send those guys down and even look at redundancies for a point in time. But they're back on. We've got some fantastic sponsors that are helping us to do that. We're just delighted the fact that we can actually now focus our attention on club footy. And you know, if the world goes to hell in the handbasket, we will seize every opportunity on that way to figure out how do we engage better with the community. So... Narrabri was a really good example. We, up until five days ago, you know, we were still, uh, players were in bubbles. People were going from home to work. When there's an opportunity to do something and it means going out and actually engaging with the club footy community, we'll take it and seize it with, with both hands. So hopefully 2021 is very different to 2020. Wherever there are opportunities, look, sing out. We, we want to come out and engage with people as much as we possibly can. The work that we've got from uh, the Positive Rugby Foundation, some funds that are coming in through there, whether it's in, uh, the Santos deal we've just recently announced, but all our supporters and partners, it all goes into the one big bucket and then we distribute it appropriately. So it's not just for the Waratahs, it's actually for the community game as well. And both have got to be working and ticking along beautifully in order for, for the growth of the game. My number one driver is how do we get more people playing rugby? And that just always will start at the grassroots level. So yes, the Waratahs, we've got a whole lot of KPIs around performance and improving over time, but, it, but the key driver for the whole business is growth. Well, it's not about bagging the shoot shield clubs because there's some great clubs who connect with these sub-districts clubs. But the biggest whinge I get from sub-east clubs is you come in, you pillage all our players, you don't even have the decency to come in once a month, have somebody from your shoot shield club recognise that you've just pillaged 15 of our cults. Yeah, well, I think unity is, is an important yeah. is an important message going forward. So I've, I think there are different clubs for different people. So I played um, at West Harbour, just Colts, and I'm certainly no uh, fabulous player, let me tell you. But when the time came to play senior men, I went to, I went to sub-east. And, I, and that was the right spot 
spot for me. Now, what we, I think, have got to get better at doing is not everyone can go from a school in the eastern suburbs and go and play for East. Not everyone can go from a, a school in the southern districts and then go straight to play. There are some fantastic... Figure out why people want to join clubs, why they want to be part of it. And most importantly, everyone wants to have a run. So go somewhere where you can actually participate and have a bit of a crack. And one of the key drivers for rugby, as you know, is that there's something for everyone. Yeah, Even big, cool, fat fellas like me. Must be very, very proud of the women. We talked about the Super W side being so successful, but it's an interesting conundrum Ruby's here for our game sevens which has been so popular with the gold medalists yep. kids love it I was in Gunnedah we had 200 girls playing sevens on a semi-final night never would have thought of that 10 yeah. years ago 11 yeah. five years mind-boggling but that's the great work Walshie and Renee Park and all these people have done tens or fifteens and is that something you've got your head around now that Rappi's leaving and the new person will come in but it's just something the game needs to be sensitive with because Newcastle's just revived their 15 aside and that feeds into the wildfires experience for the girls Central West has done an absolutely ripping job with sevens and tens as well yeah. considering all the clubs that play out there and uh, just uh, mind-boggling and as you finish you've been out to Central West you've heard there you're a reasonably popular guy out there <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm just, a, I'm, I'm actually wrapped to be honest. There was, there was a lot of discussion around us not doing a good job out there. You, yeah. It's a bit of a clean slate. We've got to deliver on the things that I promised last year, which is yeah. really going back about clubland. So for me, just the women's game, I think, uh, why do people play sport? It's because it's fun. Yeah. So I don't mind if people want to choose my daughter to play sevens and loves it. Um, will she play fifteens? Not just yet, but the, a, a point in time may come where she wants to switch from one to the other. I know that I was talking to Greeny the other day in the office around the growth of women's already for the girls' sizzling sevens this coming term one 73 girls teams have signed up 73 now that is phenomenal so yes we probably want to look at whether or not is sevens a pathway to 15s or is it a completely separate game itself they're both rugby they're both participation and in order to play you have to be part of a club so you're ticking a whole lot of boxes regardless of which one i was just having a chat with shane sevens coach tim and sort of having a yarn with you know what are the, what's the pathway for some of these players into super rugby exactly. so it's not for everyone some people just love it i mean sadly if you're built for speed it's, it's a 15s i think is a more inclusive game but that's not to say that kids don't enjoy it as a as an entry level um, or in fact if they want to specialise in that space as well so it's all about fun so you tell me what you want to play and then I'll, I'll find a way to help you get through that pathway well Paul I want to thank you for your time wish you all the best of course if you want to become a member of the Waratahs that's easy just go through nsw.rugby because get out of the games they're going to be all over the place and of course we've got to lobby you fairly hard mate we've got to make sure we get a fair against Super Rugby game at uh, Scully Park in Tamworth and also of course we wouldn't mind seeing one out at Apex over in Dubbo or Carrington Park out at uh, Bathurst but we've got to push these things out because of course as you know Central West you know you've become very popular out there and Bumbies have made all sorts of talk about going to Mudgee and Dubbo and all these sort of things so if we can continue to put that fuel on the fire it's all good for us because we don't have to go to Sydney I'm still on a promise from last year where we had to cancel the Tamworth game so we've got to make good on that promise at some point to get us back out there I've got a lot of family and friends that still live out in that part of the world now bring it on